0: This is Kate Beckinsale, you're listening to Bacon Sale.
1: When hinges creak in doorless chambers <laughs> and strange and frightening sounds echo through the halls. Whenever candlelights flicker and the air is deathly still, that is the time when Bacon sale is present. Participating in October with ghoulish delight. Welcome, foolish listener. Yay! Yay!
2: The haunted Mansion. Thing. I think you're just making
1: up your own song. No, I figured um, we'd, we'd never actually do a haunted mansion episode, so we this was totally silly.
2: Save it for our haunted mansion we'll show, see. we'll see. But welcome to Biggest Cell. I'm Joel. I'm Kent, and I'm Zach. And oh, by the way, uh-huh. listener, jumping today right in is the last day to enter our Halloween giveaway. Our October 2021. Yeah, do it giveaway. right now if you haven't done it. Yes, do it right now as the airing of this episode, because this is the last day to do it. If you're listening to it, then uh, we are giving away four passes. To uh, the Great Room Escape. Great Room Escape in Layton, where you yes. can choose which room you want to do. A countdown, Ghost mm-hmm. Hotel, Houdini. There's a couple different options there. So you can find these posts on Instagram. Uh, you do have to find the post. Yes, yes. yes. find Instagram, the post. Instagram, Twitter, enter. or Facebook. Yes, and just comment on those posts to enter. Like the post, comment on the post, and like a page or follow us. Please be That's following how us. You yeah, honestly. Yes, because yes. yes. if, you're, if you're not following us on social media, you're missing a lot of stuff. Probably, I mean, I I was just about to say, thank you for listening to our last episode. And
1: we're going to feature Instagram today. Why? Our last episode, our video game episode. We're going to do comments from that episode on Instagram because three females commented and I was very happy considering the content and the show. Anyway. (laughs) In general? Yeah, just, just generally this show. At DC Foster says, I still have Doom three and a half inch floppy disks. This was my release after a stressful day, working full-time and in graduate school. I know it dates me as old, but no, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah that is Having so really those cool. actual, like, original floppy, mm-hmm. discs, that's oh, super man, cool. I love that. I don't think yeah. I have a disc drive anymore. No, I wouldn't have any. I, I,
3: Not even a CD drive anymore. No. No way. Yeah, I still no have way. one of those. You <laughs>
1: might be one in the car. <laughs> you have car? a tape
3: deck in your car. We understand. I also have that, yes. <laughs> what?
1: Yes. Yeah, test us a tape deck. Yeah. I heard about those in history class. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> okay. At Buffalo Beck says, okay, hear me out, Nancy Drew PC games. Not all of them would fit in the horror genre, but I think Shadow at Water's Edge and Ghost at Thornton Hall fit in there. Hey, I put a thing about tentacles, so you're fine. Yes, Ooh. I played Nancy Drew growing up and made my little brother sit next to me while I played. Watch a walkthrough on YouTube if you aren't familiar. Some of my favorites. Awesome, mm-hmm. that does sound kind of. Let's fun. save for a Nancy Drew show. <laughs>
2: it's, oh, that's happening! Hardy Boys versus Nancy Hardy Drew. Hardy Boys Let's versus Nancy Drew. Yes, love it.
1: Nancy Drew. Hardy Boys. Hardy Boys. Come on, Joe and oh. Frank. Come on. This has happened. <laughs> Then at Shelly Pants says, well done, guys. The liquor from Resident Evil will forever haunt my dreams. Had to always make sure I had a flamethrower before doing that section of the game. Mm -hmm. And my heart would still race. Yep. Yeah amazing (laughs) awesome great comments yeah i love hearing
2: your feedback we had a fun time talking about all those video games last time cool sound effects too kind of fun yeah it was a lot
1: Ken, thank you for the editing on that 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 was a lot of fun especially the ending with the house of the dead two dialogue i know a lot of you guys stop listening when we get to the point we start wrapping up the show we start talking about our twitter handles but listen through to the very end it'll be worth it i promise it's ridiculous but that's not what we're talking about today what are we talking about today zach we are talking about Spoopy places like haunted, say spoopy, haunted houses, Uh, haunted locations, haunted haunted locations around the world. And
2: you know, we uh, here at Bacon Cell, we we pride ourselves on uh, being knowledgeable about these types of things.
3: I've traveled sometimes, yes,
2: but occasionally we like to bring in a guest who may be even more knowledgeable. And we have that today with our guest. How are we introducing you? Because we're doing
3: something right here. Welcome, Beaker, yes. Right? Yep. We're going to mess up a few times. No, nope, that's
4: fine. Meep, meep, meep.
3: Yeah, beaker. Meep, 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 meep. Except for uh we've mentioned to you at the end of every show for the past year Anything or so. You like for to the tell the, year, the listener? Beaker? You know what's
4: funny is uh for the first 2 months nobody knew who I was. Nope. Mm. And then when you had your season finale last year, I revealed it to Kent. <laughs> I
3: think it's a big reveal. Just I knew.
4: He knew. <laughs> he knew, but I was like, "Hey, guess what?" And he's like, "What?" And I just Sent him, uh my so, profile picture. And,
3: and by this, you mean that uh, the Shadow joined. Yes. But the Shadow is officially Beaker. Yep.
4: Beaker, can hey. you give us
3: some of your history real quick as far as like podcasting goes? Because people will be very familiar with your voice. Yes.
4: Yes. Uh, which was the case when we did the Zoom call for the Bacon Council. Yes. I just had the profile picture of the Shadow up. And as soon as I started talking, uh, your guest from last week, Nicole Hell, was like, I know who that is. That's Tim. Yep. And I'm like, sure is. And I turned on my camera so everyone could yeah. see me. Yeah. Um, so now so, you
2: know, listener, now you know the shadow is
3: Beaker. So
4: you may or may not hear the shadow at the end of every episode. It's probably going to be Beaker. From, well, uh, well, whatever um, you put on
3: there. as long So, 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 it's so tell us about you. the shows, your experiences, and why we would bring you in to talk about haunted locations around the world.
4: So I have been doing paranormal investigations for almost eight years now. It'll be eight years in December. Awesome. Um, My first ever location that I investigated was right here in Tooele, Utah. It was the Asylum 49. Don't Mm.
3: give the location of the Bacon Cave.
4: They know we're in Tooele now.
2: (laughs) They know we're in Asylum 49. Right
4: here in Tooele in Mm -hmm. Asylum 49. We actually recorded the bell cave.
3: Everyone, the
2: Bacon Cave is in Asylum 49. Now you know.
4: (laughs) Yep, totally gave it away. They always thought
2: it was an Area 51.
3: (laughs) (laughs) We wish.
4: I've been investigating for close to eight years. I was... Part of a team for six, seven mm-hmm. of those years mm-hmm. uh, called Wisps that's located out of Provo area. I did a podcast with them that originally was called The Wisps Show. I changed the name to The Supernatural Hour. Wisely. I felt that fit better. Yeah. And what the funny thing is, is The Wisps Show actually stood for, so Wisps was Wasatch Investigative Society for Paranormal Studies. I just, at the point, like we were running out of topics for ghosts, so I felt going Supernatural.
0: Okay, um, that makes we sense. Open it up to
4: more things, and that's when we started talking about vampires. I remember the first time I met Joel, he's like, I listened to your episode on Jack the Ripper. It sent me down a rabbit hole. Yes. Um, Curse your curiosity. curiosity. Yes, <laughs> very much so. 2020 was kind of rough for me. And I just felt Just like, you? Okay. Hey, yep. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I took it all on. Well, being a, an emotional empath, it was extremely right. difficult for me. Because what you were feeling, I was also feeling. Right. Um, and it was t- it was tough. Mm-hmm. I ended up leaving the team that I was on. And mm-hmm. a couple months later, I, I actually, some of the guys that were on the other team with me, we got together and we formed a new podcast and a new paranormal team. The new team is called Energy Visions of the Paranormal, or EVP for short. Perfect. And we have our podcast, EVP Podcast. Where can people find that? Uh, you can find it on Spotify. You can find it on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, okay. and Anchor. But we also have a YouTube channel. We do video of the podcast and throw it up on YouTube as well. Do
2: you ghost investigations and discussions on that podcast? Yes.
4: We've done Benson Grist Mill twice this year, and mm-hmm. that's about it. I'm actually in the morning doing a house cleansing. No, that will be like a uh,
2: my- uh, spiritual cleansing. We're not like, cleansing, like maid yes. services. Yeah, you're, no, you're going I, to, yeah.
4: I put on the French maid outfit. Oh. And I go <laughs> well, home it's all
2: part of the cleansing. Yes.
4: Spoopy. yeah, <laughs> um, Spoopy.
2: Um, no, stop saying <laughs> spoopy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: but, you know, I do uh, spiritual cleansings and I also do like I do energy work. I'm mm-hmm. an uh, energy worker. I don't like using the word healer because I don't feel I'm healing you. I'm just helping you release negative emotions and feelings and helping you be happier with your life it's a little
3: bit of a background so i was at an investigation a couple months ago with beaker here and we it was just us two in a mill we were getting a lot of energy i wasn't quite sure what was happening but i think you were a little more in tune with what was going on i don't really understand any of this right i try but i don't Mm -hmm. he says i need you to hold these stones because something is trying to attach itself to you so just hold on to these and i was like I don't know what's going on, but I will hold those stones. Yep. I think uh, I gave you
4: my entire bag. That yeah. I, I was that's like, how here. many I needed? I'm like, well, that's just, it's easier than yeah. to, to rifle through and find the ones I need.
2: Just so. that worded off spirits and women. <laughs> <laughs> you, didn't know, you don't know what was in the bag. The timing, wow.
3: <laughs> so we brought you here because, I mean, it's October, right? And you were oh, yeah. the perfect guest for October. How much you go to not only residential places, but also abandoned places in the middle of the night, which I, I just love. We love talking about here. Yeah. We love visiting. And so what we're doing here is we're talking about locations around the world that I think you've been to a few, right? I've been to a couple of these, yes. But before we get into that, Jen. Oh, oh, yeah.
2: As a guest speaker. It's uh, time. We have some questions for you. I
4: know it's the lightning round. Yes,
2: it is the lightning round, which means I'm going to ask you a series of questions. I want you to give your answer. Even if you don't have a strong opinion, make a decision, make someone happy or make someone angry. Friend test. It's a friend test. A little bit. It's like one of those uh, 17 quizzes, 17 magazine quizzes. (laughs) Find out which Bacon Cell
1: member you most resemble. And just remember, Kent sounds like this. Yes. And Joel sounds like this. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Can't tell who's saying yes. But are you ready? Uh, yeah, let's go. All right.
2: Question one. Which is better, Karate Kid or Karate Kid 2?
4: I'm going to have to go with Karate
2: Kid. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you had to. Which is worse, Star Wars Episode 1 or Star Wars Episode 2?
4: Oh, Clone Wars is terrible. Two. Two <laughs> is worse.
2: Uh, do you rate movies using stars or letter grades? I go stars. Okay. Yep. Which is the more America movie, Rocky IV or Independence Day?
4: That's a tough one. I'm going to go with uh, Rocky IV. Okay.
2: Uh, is Night Before Christmas a Halloween movie? Halloween. Don't even. Movie? It's Halloween. <laughs> yes. uh, Buffy or X-Files?
4: I'm going to go with the X-Files because okay. to me it's more paranormal. All so.
2: right. Uh, Lord of the Rings or Star Wars?
4: Lord of the Rings. I'm a huge Star Wars fan, but I'm going to go with Lord of the Rings. Mm.
2: Which is more Christmassy, Die Hard or Lethal Weapon? Die Hard. People just don't know. <laughs> Phantom does. of the Opera or Les Miserables?
4: I've never seen either one of them, so I'm going to go with my paranormal backgrounds. Phantom of the Opera.
2: <laughs> Labyrinth <laughs> or Never Ending Story? Oh, Labyrinth. All right. And then How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days or 10 Things I Hate About You?
4: 10 Things I Hate About You. I love Ugh. that
2: movie. All right. I got creamed, though. I was going to say, <laughs> Beaker, you're my new favorite friend. You're Joel in this quiz <laughs> what's, what's funny this like, quiz for the
4: longest time like you've been my favorite host oh thank you I, for yeah, saying s- that
3: now uh, uh, i'll take it, it i guess
4: honestly <laughs> like what got me listening to bacon cell was your fictional true crime episode Oh, last from
3: year. last year yes That's I,
4: I honestly wasn't really listening to the show before that um that one popped up for some reason i listened to it and i'm mad at everyone that voted and got it out of the first round at the end of the year voting yeah okay. um, yeah that show bracket.
1: lost to a potato <laughs> <laughs> what doesn't I was like Potato.
4: the the. I don't think people realize the time it took and the editing like being a podcaster myself I, I understand what you went through I'll be you later thank you uh, he um, is fine. buttering no. your ego after bashing
3: you on that I quiz. Know. I don't know a lot of backhanded compliments <laughs> yeah. here
4: Oh, But so, I love it. I'll take it. So now, that, and then I'm still waiting for my T-shirt that has says Team Jacob, but crossed out and says Team Zach. <laughs> I know. I love this
3: one. I love this idea. Yeah, we should get Zach a T-shirt. We really should. Okay. So that way, I can, for like a that way I can
4: make you all feel good.
3: We're <laughs> jumping around. And thank you for answering that friend test. We know where you stand. But this is kind of a tiering show. Kind of. And yes. so we're going to talk about haunted locations. You're going to introduce them all. Joel, I know you have a, a lot of research as well. Tim Beaker, I wanted to thank you, by the way
2: for the research I got to do on this, because this was fun to do. You did an amazing amount of research yourself to figure out what were some of the most popular haunted locations out there, and then I got to watch a bunch of YouTube videos and read about these places, and it really got me into the Halloween spirit very quickly, and I was like, yes, this is the kind of research I love doing. This was my
4: goal.
3: We had to cut it down to 13, which is sad. I had 74. is a spooky number. It is. We do have a scoring system. Joel, could you
2: explain that? We do. So we have have these 13 places we're going to be talking about, and then we're going to... To give a ranking of sorts, the first of which being we wouldn't want to go there at all. This is the highest one. It's like that is the scariest. It's like level. tier one, tier scariest. One. Don't even want to go. Would, would never stay there. Like especially never spend the night. Yeah. But uh, then the middle level, which is would go there but not stay the night. Kind of
3: like a tour, like yes. a tour group, right? Yeah. You, you like, go for the day. Even that. I was going to say. Dur- dur- yeah. wandering by
1: yourself. Day. Sure. Just because
3: you want to visit the place, but never stay there.
2: So you can
1: say you've been there. So that's tier two,
2: essentially. And then uh, the tier three would be the would spend the night there alone. Like, you know what? No big deal. By yourself. Yeah. Not even a buddy? No. Spend the night there alone. Not
1: even with Zach? No. Well maybe he could be the the filmographer. You guys you guys like put me in a bag and take me everywhere. We all know That's it. That's
2: right. <laughs> and also since we know that some people like Beaker here is much more seasoned when it comes to this thing mm-hmm. and would probably be like, I'd stay anywhere. He ain't afraid of no ghosts. Whereas like, Zach would be more kind of the I'm not i I'm not going any of these places.
1: Oh, these are all wouldn't stay there's for me.
2: Yeah. So we actually had to break it down where we can only give ourselves four wouldn't stay theres, five would go there but not spend the nights, and four would spend their night there alone.
3: And so beaker, we we're sorry we're keeping you in our rules so you do yes. have to pick some that you wouldn't go
4: it, to. Yeah, it's it's uh it's going to be very difficult for me because pretty much I don't really have, I think two of these maybe are actually Oh, I'm excited ones to hear about them. Okay. I think there's two tier ones, actual but tier ones But we're holding you
3: to bacon standards. Because
4: we because we have the rules, I had to pick, and they may not necessarily be tier ones, but they're going to be tier ones for the second.
3: Okay. Yes. And you can
2: find all these places online. You can find video. I I actually found YouTube videos of all these places of like showing like, you know, they're telling different stories and Mm -hmm. showing tours of them. So it was fun to get a feel of it. So you can go out there and find them too, as we talk about them and get a feel for it yourself and decide where you, if, where you'd fit in one of these tiers.
4: I'm pretty sure if you have discovery plus, you can find most of these places on Ghost Adventures as well. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Awesome.
3: Okay. So let's get right
4: into it. We're going to start with the Winchester Mystery House in San Jose, California. If you don't know anything about this house, it was about 1881, Sarah Winchester. uh, Her husband died of tuberculosis. When he died, she actually inherited all of his fortune, which was about $20 million and a half of the Winchester Repeating Arms stock. So that $20 million is about, today's standards, $550 million is what she inherited when her husband passed. Wow. It's more the, than I make in a month. So the stock alone, so the stock that she got, the 50% of the company, uh, that gave her about $1,000 a day. What? Wow. So adjusted for inflation to our time, she was making $27,000 a day.
3: So when Easy you say... There, Elon Musk. <laughs> when you say the money that she was given, that she inherited... He considered this blood money before his death because of the rifle. Yes. And how many deaths it cost, right? And didn't he warn her? I read that a, a medium, uh,
2: a psychic in Boston, mm-hmm. channeled her late husband and told her that she needed to leave her home in New Haven and travel west where she needed to build a home and keep Wait, so it's psychic the that said this, so yeah. okay. Told her to keep building on this home to help appease the spirits of all the people who've been killed by Winchester rifles. Yep. And this house, like when you say keep building, they said that it was like 24-7, someone was building something on the house. For 38 years. For yeah, 38 so, years. That's crazy. Yeah, it's With no plan. There was no like master architect
3: figuring out where everything goes. Just like, uh, build a stairwell here. Uh, put a window here. And there is a feature film based on this, but it's horrible. It's not, oh, it came terrible. out about two years ago. Yeah, Helen Mirren's in it. Yeah, it's no good. Yeah. but it does kind of tell you what the house is like a little bit because it has all these secret passageways, there's skylights on the floor, staircases that lead to nowhere, trap yes. doors. They've got the
4: door to nowhere that actually opens up on the second story. That a 13-foot drop. Oh, fantastic.
3: Yeah.
2: 161 rooms, uh, including 40 bedrooms, two ballrooms, one completed, one unfinished, uh, 47 fireplaces, 1,000 panes of glass. There's a lot of stained glass in there, too. 17 chimneys, oh. two basement levels, three elevators. Joel, do you realize you're describing the Bacon
1: Cave? <laughs>
2: well, Not we did, in Asylum 49. We modeled, uh, actually, guys, I should tell you this. When I was visiting a, a psychic <gasps> in Boston, they told me to keep building the Bacon Cave. Or we're going <laughs> to die. Or until the spirits will haunt us. <laughs> oh, no.
4: That's just how it is now. Yes. It was originally seven stories. Yeah. That's seven floors. The
2: Winchester Mansion, yeah.
4: Yeah seven stories until 1906 the great earthquake that happened in san francisco uh, damaged a lot of the house so they just took off the top th- four layers mm-hmm. they said that she would actually conduct like daily seances with mediums to talk yeah. to the good spirits in the home and the good the, these spirits are the ones that gave her the plans to build the house so she was they,
2: holding seances like every night at midnight she yes. go hold these seances
4: yeah she is would creepy. um They kept building day and night. I think there was rumors of like one worker that stopped building for whatever reason and he was let go. She did a lot of things in like the number 13 to appease the ghost. I know she actually had an actual Tiffany like chandelier built Mm -hmm. and put in the house. There's a stained glass window in the house. There's windows that look into other rooms rooms in the house that don't even go outside. Oh, great. There's like a giant cupboard that opens up into like a really small cupboard. It's just, it's weird.
3: So, Um, she believed that there were spirits. She was told that. But I want to know about each of these places. What kind of haunts are there? Or what have people experienced that they've reported? So,
4: in this particular location, the spirit that people know the most, his name is Clyde. He was one of the workers. And they they see him uh, sometimes walking around pushing a wheelbarrow in the basement. Or sometimes they'll see him in the the, the ballroom uh, trying to fix the fireplace. And they've actually had people like, hey, we really like that actor over there that's fixing the fireplace. Mm -hmm. Uh, I like that... He's dressed up in uh, period clothing. And the workers are like, who? Um,
3: They're not just like, oh, that's Clyde. Yeah, we Ah. know. It doesn't sound very scary, though. It doesn't? No. A nice guy working on the fireplace. Oh, Clyde. I think about a house in general. No, the house, the architecture sounds terrifying because I feel like you'd get lost. Yeah. But I, I haven't really heard anything about other than like shadowy figures that people have seen. Any threatening presences. Other than the fact that she did die of heart failure in 1922.
4: There's one of the maintenance guys that said he heard footsteps above him in the water tower. So he went up to go tell the person, like, hey, this area is off limits. And when he got there, the footsteps were now above him again. And he just kept following the footsteps, like, upstairs to the mm-hmm. roof to where he, like, he couldn't find anybody. Um, and then there's reports of, like, people on tours, they feel, like, tugs on their shirts and on their skirts and stuff like that. But then there's also, like, people think they see, like, shadow figures around the corners and down the hallways and stuff.
3: Okay, so to me, this feels like more of like the roller coaster of going on a ghost investigation and having those experiences, but not being terrified, right? Something is happening, but it's just fun enough. So what are you saying? I'm saying this is a would go for the day. I would go on a tour of this place. I don't want to stay overnight because I actually feel like I would probably sleepwalk or something would happen where I would get lost in the house. And I don't want to challenge anything to see if there's anything threatening, but I would like something to pinch me as I'm going on a tour.
1: I always want that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so you're saying, what was the... T- what was so it's the- tier two for me. Okay, can kind I of middle of the road? Yes. Can I have something that's going to change your mind right here? Okay. There was only one working toilet in the Winchester. Oh, I'm out. Thirteen. The, I all,
4: am out. There's the, the 160
2: rooms, Joel. All of the restrooms were decoys to confuse the spirits. Thirteen.
4: 13 bathrooms
2: and Kent that one bathroom Uh has a big old window
4: on it what yeah oh yeah the door's like the door's a window i don't even want to go anymore (laughs) um the other thing is like sarah wouldn't sleep in the same room every night she would sleep in different rooms every night to confuse the spirits
3: yeah wow okay okay that was a fun fact for sure (laughs) so joel what about you
2: for me i wouldn't stay there at all this is one where you don't even want to go there well uh, okay truth be told i do want to go there and Mm -hmm. this is one that kind of got pushed in the upper tiers because i'd like to go there for a tour i've always wanted to visit this place but it just kind of scares me because first of all, the whole point that she was building all these rooms was to ward off malevolent spirits. She's not building anymore. So I'm just like, that could be a place where something crazy happens. So I'm gonna put this up in my wooden stay there because uh-uh, no, thank
4: you. Beaker. Okay, so I've actually been to the Winchester Mansion. Is it pretty cool? Um, Yes, it is very cool. And uh, the person that I travel with is actually a very gifted medium, so she can see and hear spirits. I am kind of sensitive to spirit energy, so I can feel their energies. There is nothing malevolent in this home. So for me, this is a tier three. I would definitely spend the night alone.
3: Okay. Alone, alone.
4: Alone, alone. There okay. is nothing malevolent in this house. I have to say it twice my, just to make it in, real. In my Aww. opinion, there's nothing scary in this house. So mm-hmm. I would have no issues. Um, I do you do like know, the history of the house, I do too? love the history of the house. I bought the documentary when I was there. Mm-hmm. And fun fact, they don't actually mention this on the tour because I don't think they know. Sarah Winchester herself still haunts the house.
2: Oh, so yeah. I, mean she's I, a I smell, haunt. Smell I,
4: actually, I actually felt her presence and it was confirmed by my medium friend that Sarah Winchester okay. is actually there in the house still. Oh, um, wow. But yeah, for me, this is definitely tier three not afraid of this house i've been there it's
1: okay one two three on that. okay i'm the chicken we'll get there you you and i will go to another place joel okay next
4: up we have the queen mary so the queen mary is a ocean liner that is currently docked in long beach california gross
3: (laughs) yeah kind of (laughs) it's a good lobster place right by there i've seen this from afar i've never gone in i've been in it
4: so this is i I have you that's I've, I haven't been there it's on my list of let's go. go when we get to the end of this I'll, I might have some disappointing news for you so the Queen you won't Mary, go on a road trip with me <laughs> no <laughs> okay I will definitely go on a road trip with you just maybe not to the Queen okay, Mary, okay. you'll find out why here in a minute I can't, um,
1: I'll go on a road trip with you yay I'll go on a boat trip with you
4: I ghost hunted with you like we got to that yeah, location. we spent time and like, together. It's quality. I've never hunted with you. We're doing this. Yeah. Um, okay, so tell so, us about the Queen Mary. So the Queen Mary was an ocean liner that it transported. It was a luxury ocean liner, mainly for like kind of like rich, well-to-do people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would bring people from England to the U.S. And it operated from 1936 to 1967. Now, during this time, when World War II hit, they actually painted it gray and used it to transport military personnel.
3: Yeah, they called it the Gray Ghost. They called
4: it the Gray Ghost, yes. I do know at one point, like, I can't remember the name of the ship, but it crashed into another ship at one point, and it ended up killing something like 300 people. Jeez. This thing was amazing. It was like, it worked really well for the, uh, the military at the time. I believe it would travel about 35 knots, which was great for, like, evading the German U-boats, because I think the torpedoes only went about 23 knots.
3: Yeah, we understand that, I for prefer, sure. Well, I don't, I don't
4: pre- understand knots at all. I just know...
3: I prefer garlic knots. Uh, slip knots.
4: <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, because it was fast, it was able to outrun the German U-boats. Mm-hmm. But after World War II was over, it went back to being a luxury ocean liner until it was officially retired in 1967. Um, one of the fun things about like how it got its name, they wanted to actually name it the Queen Victoria. Um, the builders went to the king and they're like, hey, we want to name this after the greatest queen of all time. And he's like, great, Queen Mary would love that. Um, oh,
2: awkward. So... Yep.
4: <laughs> They didn't want to correct the king because that's not something you do. Right. So it became the Queen Mary. Once it was docked, Long Beach uh, took it over. It, they turned it into a luxury hotel mm-hmm. um, that you could stay at. And I believe there's one room and it was, I think it's B um, B340.
3: Yeah.
2: Yes.
4: Most haunted room uh, in the hotel.
3: In that room in 1948, a passenger died of unexplained causes. So they did not have much information. They just died. And they left it there and then in nearly 20 years later a woman was staying in the room and her covers were pulled off of her, and a man was standing at the foot of her bed and then he disappeared and that's what kind of seems like the theme of the queen mary is things will show up whether it's at the pool the boy the room or whatnot and there's a lot of creepy areas like specific like people will go investigate and whatnot but these things will show and then disappear like they, they want to say- make their presence known and then go They say as many as 150 different spirits may still
2: call the Queen Mary home. Uh, There was a crew member who was crushed to death by a watertight door. There's a woman who dressed, uh, is dressed in all white who dances by herself in one of the luxury suites. Uh, multiple adults and
3: children in like the in 1930s era. So speaking of the hatch door death that happened. Yes. Uh, so this man was crushed in a door and his ghost will actually be in the area and whistles behind you. Ooh. Sometimes you can hear running and then like stopping. Nobody wants they that. They say uh, mm. there's temperature changes,
2: slamming doors, knocking on the walls. You'll hear screams and you'll see lights flickering and children crying. It's... So you've been there. So tell us about your experience. I, I, I went to the Queen Mary with my family. We went on a tour. And <laughs> the th- I feel stupid. But the scariest thing to me on the entire tour was when you get to see the propeller. Mm-hmm. You go in this dark room and there's just an open, there's a glass thing you can look through. And you can see the propeller of the ship. And I have what I found out is called submachine. Submechanicophobia. phobia things under the water, just big mechanical things under the water, for some reason creep me out. Mm-hmm. And that really like burned in my brain as a horrifying moment of being <laughs> able to see that propeller. That's why I'm giving this a wooden stay there. This The whole idea of Wait, ship, the ship-
3: Wait, for the propeller?
2: That's one of the main reasons. Okay. I, I got that like visceral gut feeling of like, I don't want to be here. But you already went, so wouldn't this be your tier two? Well, I, I've been there. Mm-hmm. I'm saying I don't really want to go there. back. It's a little, little, it's a tier one. It's, it's, a, it's a creepy, creepy place for me. It's a boat on the water. It's got a lot of ghosts going on. I get creeped out by this place, even just watching the videos I watched of the, of the tours. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. So I'm out. All right, like Tim, it. what about you?
4: So I actually know several people that have stayed on the Queen Mary overnight. And uh,
3: lived to tell about and it? And lived to
4: tell about it. I hear
3: the beds are uncomfortable.
4: Yeah, that's what I've heard too. Mm-hmm. I know someone that actually listens to this podcast that's been there. I am giving this, uh, wouldn't stay there as well. tier one? It's a tier, one. A tier oh. one. Wow. Um, it was really tough, tier one and tier two for me on this one. I went, you wouldn't stay. I wouldn't stay here. And huh. the main reason is is that the haunted room was closed for 30 years. Yes. When they reopened it, I believe in 2018, one of the more expensive rooms. It was
2: like $500. Or yes, $500 a
4: night. a night. They equip it with a Ouija board, uh, tarot cards, and oh, ball. yeah.
2: ball. Oh, yeah. say They say we, we, we have amenities like a Ouija board. I'm like, no. Amenities? No, thank you.
4: <laughs> so knowing that and knowing how careless people are, um, hmm I'm not a huge Bad fan of Ouija boards. I don't think uh, Ouija boards are <laughs> all necessarily. Bad all the time. We but left
3: you a marker on your door in human blood.
4: Right. <laughs> so because of the fact that they just here's these tools that you don't know how to use, and you're probably going to summon stuff that you probably shouldn't summon. Yeah, I would be messing um, around with it by myself. Yeah, I'm giving this a wouldn't stay there okay. at all.
3: Yeah. Look, I wasn't armed with this information. This is total ignorance here. But I would stay the night by myself. You, hey, but you get terrified of water stuff too. I, I do. You think a shark was next to you? Uh, I probably would. I would think the boat would sink actually, and and actually walking through those always if the lights were flickering as they do Mm -hmm. i would have a really hard time i would just get right under the covers in room b340 and i would just hide even as you know these shadows were laughing at me uh but just to say i stayed on the queen mary overnight i would Mm -hmm. do it Mm -hmm.
4: but here's why i wouldn't go there um Um, besides the we do one stuff that um Looking at the Queen Mary website, it looks like it's not operation anymore. Okay. From Wikipedia, it almost sounds like that the owners were running into financial problems because of COVID.
3: Oh, so you're saying it may
4: not even. I, be I don't think it's even available anymore. I bl- okay.
3: Last I heard,
2: I believe the city of Long Beach actually took it over to try to help yeah. restore it and get it back to so going.
4: As I can tell, as of right now, I don't believe it's open to oh, the that's public. Too
3: bad. Okay. um mm.
4: But you know that's one of the contributing factors. But the whole seances and stuff like
3: yeah no thank you i don't
4: know what people i didn't are, know i don't know what people are bringing into this room or this this hotel so that's why see,
3: i would show up with my blankie and, and pillow and then i'd see a ouija board i'd be like i gotta go i just give you my EMF. <laughs> I really gotta go I'll just give
4: you my emf meter you seem to know thank like you <laughs> no nope. i'll come with your stones okay next up we have the ancient ram inn okay so the ancient ram inn is located in gloucestershire <laughs> i probably said that wrong it's worcestershire <laughs> <laughs> Gloucestershire, England. Yeah, Zach, could I you just, pronounce you like that? To that?
1: It's <laughs> Oh, there's a demon. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, good thing I'm here. Yeah, um, thank you.
4: I didn't bring my. Whoa, well, I do have my crystals in my car, so we're good. Um, so this is actually in England. It's um, so this was built in 1145, and it was used by a priest who kept slaves and workers there to help build the Saint Mary's Church. It was situated on two ley lines. Ley lines are places that are believed to have spiritual energy from Stonehenge. Okay. Um, yeah, it's directly
3: linked to Stonehenge, right? Yes.
4: So, yeah, there's, there's uh, ley lines that go throughout all of the earth. And in my personal opinion, a lot of the energy that we get from, like, crystals and stuff like that come from Stonehenge. Hmm. Um, that, that's awesome. Oh, so
3: there's opinion. legitimacy to Stonehenge, you think? Yes,
4: I think so. It's, it's, like, number one on my bucket list. Oh, okay. I want to go there. I want to feel like what the energy is like. I I've just, been there. What? What? Look at you, world traveler! I went to you know that. I know Nicole actually gave me a a crystal that came from a quarry near Stonehenge. When I say
2: went there, I went near it. We pulled off the side of the road and like took pictures because it it cost money. Super
4: expensive to go look (laughs) at these stones, (laughs) and you you still don't get that close to them. You still stay pretty far away from. Yeah, yeah. they have the the fence around it now. Um, This place is also. Has been reported that uh, there was child sacrifice. The so
3: hospital. I want to go into that. So a wow. guy, of course you, do. of course I do. Family so. friendly, kids <laughs> may listen to the show. Can't. Oh, ahead. I'm going to keep it fairly clean. Okay. So a guy named John Humphreys fairly. Yeah. He bought the building in the 1960s, and he said his first night, a demonic force grabbed his arm and dragged him out of bed and threw him across the room. And in that time since the 60s, his family has left him. They're like, we'll no longer stay at this house. If you're going to stay there, we're out. So his wife and three daughters no longer live there. Mm -hmm. And in his time living there, he found, like you said, evidence of devil worship and sacrifice. And he found skeletal remains of children. You can just say skeletal remains. Skeletal remains under the staircase and daggers that look like they were used as sacrificial daggers. He found
2: broken daggers, which apparently is a pagan ritual. that After the (laughs) daggers are broken, they can never be used again.
3: Not only that, but there is a witch's room. Yes. For a witch that was burned there in the 1500s, and she currently haunts the location. Woof. Yeah, right. It's it's a lot of stuff.
4: Yeah. There's also been a high priestess that's been spotted sitting on a bed, and a centaurian on horseback that has been seen walking around and uh, through the walls. Is the high priestess single? No, uh, stop know.
1: it. <laughs> I don't know, because there,
4: there's a monk in the most haunted room, and even a succubus is said to slip in the beds of visitors. Wait, I, so there's a lot of things in this. It's not a very big location. No, it's no. not.
3: It's a, it's a tiny dingy pub, basically, yeah. converted into an inn. Like, the rooms are small, right? The beds take up most of the rooms, but it seems like there's like a room dedicated to each But presence. And I watched the video on this mm-hmm. as well, and it just felt like every
2: room was just cluttered. Like, there's just stuff everywhere.
4: How would I actually read the the part about the succubus, I'd probably rank this differently. (laughs) I'm um, curious. Because I've actually worked on a a residential case that was dealing with a succubus and that thing was probably one of the most evil things I've had to deal with. Really? Um, It got to the point that all three mediums in my group were sending messages and one of them was sending text messages in Latin dealing with the succubus and then the other two were having all sorts of problems. As soon as I was like sorry we can't help you, all the issues stopped. Um, but yeah. I, I give this a... I would go there.
3: I feel like you just started this crazy story and you just had to stop it for some reason. I think at another point we need to go into that. But yeah.
4: Yeah. I just, uh, For the sake of time. Um, yeah. So what tier you, do you give me? I'm giving this... I would go there. I would visit. I would go on a tour. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't... So uh, a tier two area. Tier two. Yeah.
3: Yep. I would never go there. If this would sounds, never. This sounds terrifying. This is tier one for me. Really? Don't even want to see it. I feel like there's enough there that I'd be terrified. And it's not just like things showing themselves and disappearing it seems like i could be there could be bodily harm and so i'm gonna avoid it like crazy Hmm. whereas i'm i'm gonna spend the day there i
2: I, just the day okay because i'd spend the day there because it was like kind of interesting to look like it's one of the oldest inns in england Mm -hmm. and i'm like that's pretty cool but it looks cluttered and old and dirty like it's really dingy looking i wouldn't want to sleep in that bed At all? No. I doubt it has indoor plumbing. Like, this is one where I'm (laughs) like, yeah, I'll just go through
1: the the morning tour and they'd be like, thank you. Yeah. So, there you go. All right. Yeah, I'm terrified of it. Next up, we have the Stanley Hotel.
4: All right. The Stanley Hotel is located in Estes Park, Colorado. So, in 1903, there was a gentleman named Freeland Oscar Stanley, who was the owner of Stanley Steamers. Uh, he got tuberculosis. Now, one of the things that they recommended for the cure of tuberculosis, because they didn't know anything about it at the time, really, was to be outside in fresh the sunshine. Air. Yeah. Fresh air. Uh, fresh dry air with lots of sunshine. And you wanted a hearty diet. So this guy was like, he was really sick. He's getting really skinny. They moved to Denver, Colorado, uh, him and his wife, Flora, in March of 1903. Uh, a month later, in June, one of his doctors recommended he go to Estes Park. Shortly after getting to Estes Park, he started feeling better and he started recovering from tuberculosis. Okay. Now, it was like a four-year process. He fully recovered in 1907. He decided that he wanted to turn this into like a destination resort town for like well-to-do people. Okay. So he actually bought part of the land and built this this hotel.
2: Yeah, 140-room colonial revival hotel.
4: So it was, uh, they finished constructing the main hotel and the concert hall in uh, 1910, or 1909, and then the manor was in 1910. In 1911... There was a gas explosion that injured about eight people, including Elizabeth Wilson, who was actually thrown from the second floor to the first floor and broke both of her ankles. Um, She did survive, but it's said that um the
2: ghosts of her ankles still haunt that floor today. (laughs) Ankles. Mm. Uh, Ankle ghosts.
4: Ankle ghosts. No, she uh, apparently still haunts the most haunted room in the hotel, which is room 207. 217. 217. Sorry, right? I said that wrong. Yes, 217. Which is funny because
2: in... Uh, so famously, the Stanley Hotel mm-hmm. is known for The Shining. Yes. That is the, the hotel that inspired The Shining, but it's not the one where it was filmed. In the movie, it's actually uh, the Timberline Lodge in Oregon. But this one, Stanley Hotel in Colorado, is the one where Stephen King was staying with his family. And they came right at the end of the season when they were just about to close. So they were the only ones in the hotel. And mirroring The Shining. Mirroring. The, yes. And that's because he he kind of thought about how cool it was to be in there. And then he had a nightmare uh, one of the nights where his son was being chased by the corridors with his eyes wide and screaming and a fire hose was chasing him yep. around the hotel. Then he woke up and started writing The Shining right then. And it was... And then they did the miniseries. They did film it at this place. But the Stanley oh, Hotel... Uh, and in the Stanley Hotel... Or excuse me, in The Shining, room 237 is the one that like... They, they show and showcase mm-hmm. but in the book and in the actual event it was room 217 was the
3: haunted room so i'm reading that in this hotel they'll see shadowy figures they'll hear eerie laughter flickering lights things move on their own for example like a phantom may play the piano Yes, Mrs. Stanley, they say, will play the piano, and she smells like roses. But I haven't heard many horrific things, other than a lot of stuff happening. So
4: I don't believe that anyone has actually died at the hotel. Okay. Um, One of the things that happens with spirits or with hauntings is sometimes you go to a place that was familiar to you when you were alive or a place that you enjoyed. So being that the Stanley Hotel was like a destination place, it was a resort town, um, it's somewhere people enjoyed going. So it would make sense that, you know, when you pass on, you're going to go to somewhere you loved being when you're alive. Mm-hmm. So that's part of the reason why I think this place is haunted. Like I said, with the uh, the maid that worked there, obviously mm-hmm. she loved it. That's probably why she's still there. There is a spirit named Lucy. They don't know if she was a runaway or if she was a homeless girl. She hangs out in the concert hall. She is she inter- nice? She is very nice. Okay, good. Um, I, I know from personal experience. All right. Because this is the second place on this list that I've actually been to. Awesome. Nice.
1: It looks so cool Over, is, do overnight. yourself a favor and check it out it is, it, is
4: very cool. it is very cool I love this place Lucy actually interacted with us and the crazy thing is, is I actually had on video from my f- cell phone her closing the door to the room that she haunts Ooh. and when I went to upload it to Facebook my phone's like you want to delete this video and I'm like no I hit no and it goes video deleted uh, Only time I've ever had, had that happen with any she of my didn't videos. Want to be published? No, she didn't. The, the whole place is is really cool. I, okay. I, I actually enjoyed, and, this and place. for that
3: reason, I'm going to stay overnight there on my own. So it would be an experience. I yeah. feel, and nothing feels threatening. I, I don't think I'm in danger. I'll agree with you as well. I gave this a a spend the night alone at tier three. Tier three sounds
2: bad, but it's just, I'm not as afraid of it Yeah. because first of all, it's a luxury resort, which is kind of cool. A bed, a spa embedded breakfast, a restaurant. And apparently the ghosts are all kind of like nice or at least, you know, not unpleasant. In fact, they say that Mr. Stanley's ghost haunts the hotel, but he helps lost children find their parents. Well, that's kind of nice. And I'm like,
4: this sounds like a good place to be.
2: So I also gave it a, a spend the night alone.
4: So I think this is the first one that we we're all agreeing on. Okay. I will spend the night alone in this one. This one is I have actually spent the night. Oh, um, awesome. The My former paranormal team, we actually took a road trip there. So if y'all wanted to do a road trip to the Stanley Hotel, we, I would totally be in. I um, think
3: we all want to do that now. Um, yes. Yeah.
4: So fun fact, the twins from the movie, mm-hmm. um, there are twins that haunt the hotel. They're teenage boys. Um, and they're kind of. Gross. So I can bring my like big will.
2: But for diversity reasons, they changed to girls in the movie. Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't think I don't think <laughs> he was swab. actually. Yeah.
4: I don't think he was actually aware of the twins when they uh-huh. made the movie. Um, It's just because I travel with mediums. Um, We were able to actually verify there. There was actually teenage twin twins, and they're kind of rambunctious. Yeah, they're not scary. They're not creepy. They're, they're just not like obnoxious. All. and smell bad. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, the fun thing for me is when we got there. I actually made my reservation like the Monday before we left. We got there on a Friday. We actually had stayed in a a prison on the way. We didn't stay at the prison. We investigated the prison. And then the next day we were at the Stanley Hotel. Um, When I got there, I go to check in and they're like, actually, you know what? We've given you a free upgrade to a suite. You're in the other building. Oh. So I got the really nice big room. And I got the free continental breakfast, which nobody else got. So. Nice.
3: A haunted continental breakfast. Uh, it's a haunted haunting- continental yeah. breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> Zach, you're here for a good hauntingly. reason. It was, it was
4: hauntingly delicious. Um, so <laughs> that's yes. <my> Lucky Charms. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Next up, we have Alcatraz. Hey.
4: Okay, Alcatraz. This is on Alcatraz Island, uh, in otherwise
2: S- known as the Rock, <laughs> <laughs> in yes.
4: San Francisco, California. Um, I think this is the second of th- three places that are in California. Actually, I think we've done all three places in California you know, at this point.
3: So I didn't know about this, but preceding its its years as a prison, it was used as an island for isolation for Native Americans. Yep. Like there the tribes sent them there, whether for a short time or for a long time, but to live among the evil spirits on the island. Well, so this precedes means... the prison. Yeah. Which I yes. had no idea about.
4: Well, and even before the prison it was a military fort.
3: Okay. That's crazy. Yeah, it was a fort and then it was a main. It was
2: a prison building and then it became, a, like for military, and then it became a prison building for the really bad people.
4: Yeah, that's uh, during the times of the military prison. It was also a prison for civilians that were accused of treason. Hmm. Um, and then it became the, they actually tried to level at one point they, they were going to use it for some other stuff and then they built the prison that's there now. Okay. And the
2: idea was this was, you know, a very uh, big prison surrounded by rocks and ocean and far away from anything. So it was like the inescapable prison
4: like cold like crazy water so i think there was actually three people that escaped and they never found their bodies so, yeah um but it's it's like you said the inescapable prison this is where you sent people that you did not want to get out into the, the general public yes yeah, the last resort prison they called it and this operated as that prison from i believe 1906 And then it went all the way up until 1963 is when it uh, closed as a prison. I believe they still do tours. Like you have to take a ferry out to the the Alcatraz Island, and they do tours. And I take a ferry
2: around it. Yeah, me too. But I never went on it. I think to
4: actually get in the island, you have to like you have to wake up early because I think that don't they do night tours as well? I don't know. I know like I know people Uh, that have been there.
3: Lindsay, who was our, our guest previously, has been there at night. Oh, that would be crazy. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Yeah, that's oh. why... I, here's the thing. I'm happy to go there during the day. I want to go there during
2: the day. I'm not spending a night in Alcatraz. Why not? Have I, you heard about any of the spirits in there? There, uh, it, It's more a reputation. Like, there were a lot of bad people there. Sure. Uh, actually, one of the one of the videos I watched was like this cute reunion of like inmates and guards that used to be there. Like, they were all like 80s year old and bring them wow. back. And I was like, okay, it's fine. But there was a lot of bad things that happened there. And that kind of just bad mojo happening on the island... I don't want to spend a night there.
3: Could you imagine like the echoey halls and just
2: hearing anything in there? Anything. And like yeah. the clanking the bars or the prison doors closing. Ooh. They say that like it's already like it's deteriorating. The prison is deteriorating because the salt air. It's one of the reasons it was expensive to keep through the upkeep okay. on this prison. It's one of the reasons they closed it down. So yeah, I'm not spending the night there, but I'd be happy to visit for a day.
1: Phil Hartman once told me a real bad story about this <laughs> place.
2: And <laughs> <laughs> so I married an ex-murder. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. Vicky. Yeah. Vicky did. Mm. Mm. What do you think, Beaker? I
4: give this a tier 1. I would not go there. At I would, all. I would no. I have actually investigated a prison. I did the Rollins State Penitentiary in Wyoming. Mm-hmm. Um, that was bad enough. I don't want to go near like for for the sake of the show it's a tier 1. But yeah, I would I would go there but uh, I would definitely like this is not one I would spend the night alone in at all. Mm-hmm. Like maybe if I had a group of like 50, 60, 100 people. But no, I would never spend the night alone in this place. There's just I in my opinion too much bad juju. Yeah. Like Al Capone yeah they, they say he's still there you can hear him playing his guitar um and then just all the stuff like the the whole the all the spirits from the Native Americans I just don't want to mess with any of that so this is this is a tier one for me
3: okay all right so I just want to bring up one story so a man was in isolation they you know, obviously the hole that they have in many prisons for bad people and he says he was in like he's screaming and he says there's someone in here with glowing eyes with me Ooh. and he's screaming throughout the night And then when the guards inspected the cell the next morning, he was found dead. And he had this like really emaciated expression on his face, just terrible and noticeable handprints around his throat. Oh. And they said the autopsy revealed the strangulation was not self-inflicted. And And so because of that reason, (laughs) I'm out. Okay. Like that is a visit during the day sort of place because it is history. There's just so much there. It's a really cool area as well, but I'm not staying there overnight by myself. Okay. I just just uh, a hey, let's do a happy tour, and I'll see you later. Yeah, I
4: I
1: definitely go here. Like yeah, during but the just day? for a little bit during the day. Yeah, hundred percent during the day. Yeah, all right.
4: Yeah, I'm kind of there with you, but like I said, for the sake of the tour. Yeah, sure. I'm, yeah, you gotta
1: you gotta sort it where you gotta sort it. This
4: but. this was yeah cool. Prisons are just
1: yeah energetically
4: yeah. for me. They're no, yeah
1: no, no thank you dark. Next up we have. Isla de las muñecas. That's, cool. that's pretty good. See. Si. Oh, what does that translate to?
3: This is Island of the Dolls. Well, That it sounds is lovely. Is not lovely. Dolls.
2: Speaker, no. why don't you describe Isla de las? <laughs> Zach did it better. He's, he did. Isla. De, I can't talk. I Isla can't say de, it. So that's de, why i am just letting you guys. I don't know. It. Isla de las muñecas. Muñeca. Muñeca. Island Donde of the esta dolls. La biblioteca. I, speak I Portuguese, not people. Spanish.
4: So this is in Mexico. This is located in the canals of um, Zochimilo. Zochimilo, jo- 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 Thank
2: you. Zochamilo? Jo- 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 Me- Milco? Me-
4: like um, so, this island was, I so, believe, started I'm so in so like bad that, you're reading these. <laughs> I'm I Spanish. on bad, bad notes. Yes. So, this island was started in about the 1950s by a man named Don Julian Santana Barrera. So, he actually moved there. There's so many different reasons. They don't know the actual reason why he moved there. Some say it was just to get away from things. Some say that uh, his wife. And he was having problems with his wife and his family. Uh, so they kind of kicked him out. Just in isolation on yeah, this just island. Just in isolation. Okay. So he was like, he basically became the caretaker of this island that's like in the middle of these canals. Um, I know the canals at one point were used like in wars back in the long time ago. Okay. Um, they used to like, they literally like throw bodies in the canals. and Oh, just, great. Yep. It's pretty much a graveyard. Well,
3: speaking of a body in the canal, like. Yeah.
4: So he, when he got there. Uh, shortly after he got there, he actually found the body of a little girl mm-hmm. or a young girl in the canal. And I believe he tried to help her and couldn't save her. Yeah. Um, and nearby where he found the body, he found a doll. I believe the doll that belonged to the little girl. So as a way to show like respect for her, he hung the doll up. Now it's, he then started to believe that um, the spirit was going to be angry with him and was going to be vengeful. So he just kept collecting dolls, like from trash cans or whatever. And he just started hanging these things all around the island. And they're not fully complete dolls. Sometimes they're just parts of dolls. This
3: seems like Sid from Toy Story. This is his paradise. (laughs) Yes. These dolls are all just. But they say that he started to do this because he began to hear whispers
2: and footsteps and cries in the night in his hut in the middle of the woods. And so he started putting up these dolls to kind of appease the spirits and be like, okay,
3: leave me alone. And he kept doing it for 50 years. That's more voices. And this is now a tourist place where you'll take a ferry sort and go of. right past El of.
4: If you have the money and you bribe the right people, yes. Uh, I, I know some of the videos I watched on YouTube, mm-hmm. um, I know the, the Mexican government had actually like closed it down. And some of the caretakers of the island were like, you know... I can get in trouble for putting you on here but if you give me well, enough money
2: well that thing is apparently there's it's so popular for tourists that they've created there's people who've created a fake doll yep. island so you oh, may be you right? may be taken to an island that has dolls on it and they're like oh yeah this is
3: totally it and it's not so it, this this man was found dead like 50 years later
4: 2001 in the
3: yeah. same place where he found the drowned girl yep yes uh, he died in 2001 and his
2: body was probably found in the exact same spot where he found the girl's body 50 years before
4: what about uh, so Tim you going to
3: stay here you going to visit
4: uh, I believe I put this one as a tier three. I would uh, definitely stay there overnight by myself.
3: By yourself? No really? way. With dolls whispering.
4: I lied. I put this as a tier one. Oh, okay, you put this I as a tier one. I went one. the wrong way, yes. Tier one. Yeah, I wouldn't you wouldn't stay there. Stay there at all. I would not stay there for not the reason that you're thinking. Because um, the dolls. The dolls, yes, the dolls themselves are creepy. Uh, tourists have actually said that they've heard the dolls whispering to each other. Um, Is that okay? No. No. So, uh, watching the videos... Again, having the knowledge that I have, I have a friend at work that's actually from Mexico. He's been to the island in the daytime. It's not creepy at all. But in the nighttime, I probably wouldn't want to wake up in in the middle of the night and see all this creepy stuff. So Mm -hmm. I'm going with a tier one on this. Um, I know that from the videos and from what I've seen, I don't think there's actually anything malevolent on the island. But the doll factor is just creepy enough for me. So uh, tier one. I'm not. Yeah,
3: I totally agree. I hear the dolls eyes move at times maybe their limbs if as they well have eyes yeah precisely and I don't want to mess with that I haven't heard about any haunts haunts like you're saying but just being there at night when maybe a light could reflect off their eyes and I feel like that's surrounding me I'm not okay with it
2: yeah well and I actually I did a blog post about this in back in like 2010 because mm-hmm. uh, it creeped me out then my current Facebook profile picture <laughs> is from this. Yes, it is. Uh, from this place, this, this Isla de, lo, de las muñecas, muñecas. I always say i to say Muñecas. You keep trying. I keep trying. But uh, and residents do describe it as charmed, not haunted. Okay. But the thing is, like watching the video, it's like a two-hour boat ride to go to this place. It's in the middle of nowhere. No one can hear you scream. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I, this is a tier one for me. I don't want to go there. I, I, I've seen the videos, and that's good for me. Yep.
1: I, I don't like your Facebook profile picture, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> in general or just during October? So the next one. <laughs> 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 next up, we have Chateau de Borsac. Now that was a French accent.
4: It's in Maine. Lori. Manet Lory. Manet Lory. Oui, oui. I, yeah, I'm bad. I don't do. So many accents. This is in France. Yes, it this is. France. Yes, it is in France. <laughs> Built in the 11th this century, right? Yeah, it was dubbed the as the Giant of the Lori Valley. Um, it's the highest castle in France, boasting seven floors, uh, 204 rooms, numerous portrait galleries, and a private opera house which seats 200 people. Uh, it was a fortress built by the Counts of Anjou in the 11th century, and King Louis VIII dropped by in 1620.
2: They say it's haunted because a, a man who lived there mm-hmm. uh, caught his wife cheating on him and ended up killing both her and her lover. Yeah. And so now she haunts the castle, the woman. And they call her the Green Lady. Why? She wears a long green dress, pale skin, and holes where her eyes and nose should be. Mm-hmm.
3: And she wanders the halls moaning. La Dame Ferté. Yeah no thank you yes. and so her lover used to haunt it as well but apparently he left she's still there he ghosted her? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> keep it spooky oh right uh, but yes. apparently she will you can hear about three or four in the morning very appropriate time but she will moan in the hallways and sometimes just show up in the tower rooms. sometimes in bedrooms as well And for that reason, this is a tier one. I don't want to step inside this place. I think it looks cool. It looks like a a mini castle, but I don't even want to go in this place just for that one spirit. That face, the very thought of it terrifies me. It's from uh, Scary Stories in the Dark. Yeah, precisely.
2: For me, I'm actually okay with this one. I mean, it's a French chateau, it's a castle, it's luxury, it's nice. And by the way, it was prominently featured as a temporary stadium for the Iron Chef French battles in the original Japanese Iron Chef television show. Which I love that show. Yeah. And so I'd be over there being like, ah, it's a ghost with the smell of rotting (laughs) flesh!" Yay. (laughs) Uh, No, but I I don't have a problem with this one as much. I'd be happy to spend the night there. Spend the night alone? Yeah. Spend the night alone.
3: I'd be okay. What if she shows up? She's got holes where her eyes were and where her nose is. I know, but it's a friendship. Staring at you. You turn around. You hear noises. Okay, you wake up middle of the night. Why am I waking up in the middle of the night? Because you hear moaning at three in the morning. I have kids. You've I read... can sleep through a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Your bladder ain't what it used to be. That's yeah. true. <laughs> yeah. And you turn around, and there she is staring right through you. That's okay? Yeah. I'd give her a phone and,
2: and send her to Tinder and be like, there you go. <laughs> someone else. This isn't me.
1: <laughs> Tim? What do, you, what do you think, Bigger?
4: I'm giving this a tier two. So, so you, I would, I you would, would go, go there,
1: there, but you would not go at night. Wouldn't stay the night.
4: Yes, for the sake of the show. Yes, because um, uh, you would go to all of them. We yes, 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 yes. You yes. show yeah. no fear. There, like I said, there's two that I would legitimately not want to go to. Have
2: Al- we hit one of those yet? Alcatraz. Okay.
4: Um, Alcatraz is definitely one of those, for sure, tier ones. I give this one a tier two. Okay. Um, I would go there. I have no problems with it. It's a it's a fancy hotel. You can go do wine tastings. Um, haunted wine tastings grape yeah, juice why tastings? not well, well, well. The, yeah probably <laughs> not
1: <laughs> next up we have the Myrtles Plantation
4: so the Myrtles Plantation is located in St. Francisville Louisiana this uh, was situated in a small town uh, which is northwest of New Orleans uh, it's the mansions of the Myrtle Plantation it was uh, boarded by a 120 foot uh, veranda the stained glass front door leads into a grand foyer, uh, which displays a, few, a huge French crystal chandelier. There is at least 10 people that have been murdered in oh, this, wow. uh, this mansion. Back then? Yeah. Okay. Um, it's, uh, there's been a lots of reporting reports of ghost sightings, uh, the most famous of which is Chloe, mm-hmm. who had her ear cut off by her lover. Um, Well,
2: and at least the version I heard, because there are are a couple different versions. The version I heard is that Chloe was actually uh, an abused slave who got her ear cut off because she was, either she was listening to the wrong conversation or the wife found out that the husband was cheating with with the slave. Mm -hmm. The slaves actually rose up, and the version I heard, and the other slaves rose up and hung her on a chandelier in the house to order to either as a punishment or to escape punishment from Mr. Woodruff, Clark Woodruff, who was okay. the, who owned the plantation. They say that that chandelier that she was hung on still rocks back and forth periodically.
3: Huh. And it creeps me out a little bit. W- wasn't a family poisoned as well?
2: Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, Chloe ended up... Uh, that's actually one of the reasons. Let me rewind here. Mm-hmm. After she got her ear cut off in retaliation, she poisoned some food and hoped to give it to the master of the plantation, right? But instead, the wife and children ate it, and they got sick and died. And that's when the slaves rose so up.
3: So, are her. they haunting the place as well?
2: They say that uh, Sarah, that was the name of the wife and her children, sometimes will appear in the mirror and leave handprints on it. Okay. Yeah, I, I believe that. that be sometimes
4: removed. they like cover the mirror up too.
3: Yeah yeah Uh, i would as well
2: and they say that uh, ghost children will tug on your clothing if you go through on the tour they say sometimes the ghost children will tug on your on your clothing but they say most of them appear to be friendly Mm. there's also a ghost who reportedly walks staggers or crawls up the stairs crawls and stops on the 17th step some say it's this man william drew winter the victim of the only verified murder in the house there's lots of rumored ones Mm -hmm. Uh, but he was shot on his front on the front porch and according to legend, staggered or crawled up the stairs, but collapsed on the seventeenth step. So, wow! Yeah. Also, mm. there is apparently a blood stain in the doorway, roughly the size of a human body, that will not uh, come clean. Hmm.
4: So there's also reports of uh, people seeing a, a child jumping on the beds. There's a soldier roaming around. There's a voodoo priestess, and there is a ghost of a, of a previous owner who was shot in the chest uh, and has been—he's been heard been staggering up and down the stairs where he died.
3: Jeez. Mm. alright Joel are you uh, leading us on this one
2: yeah and I, I'm okay for a day visit on this one Yeah, uh, this is one where I don't think a lot of the activity happens during the day so to do a tour of this one even if a tour by myself I think I'd be okay going through this one also I might get some good uh, southern food but there does seem to be some <laughs> bad vibes at this place uh, and so I'm like I don't want to mess with anything here but I'm okay getting a tour of the Myrtles Plantation. Okay, what do you think, Beaker?
4: This is a haunted bed and breakfast now.
2: Yes, it is. I would And they definitely... lean into it. They give tours, haunted tours. Of yeah, their, their
4: website. website is all about it. I gave this to tier three. I would stay there. Yeah. No problems? No problems.
3: Yeah. All right, Kent. I give it a tier two. It's a day visit because it's nowhere I like needed to visit. Like I would never brag and say, I went to the Myrtles Plantation. All I got was this free t-shirt or whatever. But you it's... need some deep fried gators. Yeah, or something so like that. that's a day visit for me. Yeah. I'd go on the tour. All right, next up we have
1: the Bangar Fort.
4: The Bangar Fort is located in Rajasthan, India. Right now, basically, that's all that's left is kind of the ruins of the fort. Um, it's, and it's, it's abandoned. But this was built in the 17th century. Uh, it consisted of fort walls, uh, bazaars, havelis, royal palaces, and a uh, number of temples. Uh, it also had three grand stories that uh, people could explore. This but, is
3: said to be the India's most haunted place. Yes, and it's crazy because we talk about how some of these places are tourist sites, but no one is allowed to enter the fort after sunset or before sunrise. And
2: according to legend, it's because a, a sadhu, a, a Hindu holy man named Baba Balak Nath, he lived within the fort, and when they were constructing it, he said, "Okay, you can't. You can build it, and that's fine. I allow it, but." If, you, if any shadow from this new building falls on my fort, then I will curse the town. And they didn't listen, and so he ended up cursing the entire town. And the fort, the entire place, he, he cursed them all that they would not be able to live there very long or whatever it was. Hmm. But they ended up abandoning the place. It just abandoned. People left it after a while. The curse was fulfilled.
4: Jeez. So before or after he did the curse, I guess the, he was in love with one of the princesses and he actually enchanted some oil to make her fall in love with him. A uh, little she,
3: love potion. Yeah. Sure.
4: love, love potion, number nine. Yeah. Um, she didn't want it. She threw it out the window, I believe, and when she threw it, it turned into a boulder and crushed him.
2: Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's actually, yeah, there's there's two different stories. So, yeah, that was the wizard story. So,
4: a lot of these places, you'll hear different stories. It's... Some of them, you don't know which ones are the right but ones. But this folklore
3: but, has turned into something where yeah, like they'll put up signs and tell you not to go there. Apparently, a Bunch of people have been reportedly injured under unusual circumstances while visiting
2: this. Whether that be they fall, something hits their head, they break an arm. Cause like it's a lot of rubble, right? Th- like you are risking yeah. your life. And this thing is, you know, going around a site like that's going to happen. But apparently, it's like very like a high number of people get injured while going there.
4: Another thing is, I've I've read on one of the websites that they've tried to like rebuild, mm-hmm. and uh, for whatever reason, the roofs keep collapsing in. Like the it's just it's cursed land. Yeah, it's cursed. They can't rebuild. Uh, this one, I'm giving a tier two. I would go there, <laughs> <laughs> but you wouldn't spend the night. I wouldn't spend the night. I would go there
3: just during the day because yeah. you can go during this the
4: day. Is, this is definitely a day trip for me. I would I would go there.
3: Well, take I, a tour. I, I feel like you have out. experienced stuff like this. I just don't care for these feelings because they say people who go there even during the day you always feel. A as if you're being watched and the air is charged with a dizzying heaviness. And you've experienced that plenty yes. of times. Oh, yeah. I just don't care for that that vibe, honestly. I don't want to go in and feel like eyes are always on me and there's just this weight that I have to wait to leave until I feel released, basically. This is a tier one. I don't even want to step foot really? in this place. Really? That strongly? Absolutely. See, what if you got trapped overnight? What if you couldn't leave?
2: Well, I'm not because I'm just gonna spend the day there. Okay, a tier two for me. I'm gonna visit for the day. When I when I watch the videos of this one, it is like on the you know near this beautiful hill, and there's like a, a pond and like trees, and it just looks so beautiful. And I was like, I'd really like to visit there someday. That looks like a great place. Don't want to spend the night there because mm-hmm. that's creepy. And actually, they you say may people, not survive. They say they don't let people there, but I saw these people. The, the couple videos of people sneaking in during the night to go there, and I'm just like, no, nah, not, not okay. Me so yeah is that That's like scary a movie star. miles Fort. away from like New Delhi too probably uh, B-H-A-N-G-A-R-H Fort so Bengar Fort
1: next up we have the C-A-S-T-L-E
2: thank you of good hope, <laughs> the, castle of good hope. <laughs> the castle of good hope
4: this one is actually located in Cape Town South Africa South Africa Africa.
2: thanks okay. guys
4: why why, why, <laughs> why do we do that Zach? you do it too <laughs> yeah, every yeah, time yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this I believe is the oldest building in South Africa. Uh, this was built in 1666 by the Dutch East India Company. They built this. It was a uh, was used as a replenishment station for ships and as a military fortress. And a prison during the Second Boer War, mm-hmm. uh, which lasted from 1899 to 1902. In the 1700s, Governor Pieter van Noot condemned several men to be hanged. Uh, one of the men cursed the governor before they were hung, and later that day the governor actually suffered a heart attack and died.
3: Yeah, yeah. they used to punish people here, so dismemberment, dragging through the castle, attached to a horse, piercings with a stake at the gallows, whippings, beatings, long periods of isolation, just horrific stuff. To this day you can go, on part of the tour, is go down
2: and see the torture chamber, where Mm -hmm. a lot of these atrocities occurred. People say that you can hear uh, screaming, uh, whips, chains, People feel cold spots. People feel like they're being watched the entire time. They also say there's a black ghost dog that haunts the
3: castle and roams around. Also in 1915, they first spotted the tall man, which is seen on the top of the walls. And 30 years later, uh, people are saying, not only are we seeing him, he's jumping off the walls. He's walking around, kind of just watching everyone. There's also a lady in gray who's seen crying hysterically and running through the castle And also the bell in the bell tower rings on its own after a soldier, like kind of reenacting a soldier being hung. Even though they've walled up the bell, like it's no longer in use and people still say they hear the bell ringing. But (laughs) given all that, I'm going to take a little tour. Uh, This is a a day tour for me. This sounds like there's a lot of history there, especially like with the pirate history. I really want to see what... It all went into that the architecture in the pictures looked really cool to me mm-hmm. i would never stay there overnight because horrible things happened and i don't want the tall man or the dog to come after me so it's a day tour and i'm going to leave quickly i'll be the first one back in on the boat i'll take a day tour as well Ken. Mm-hmm. We, we can we
2: okay. go together great uh, although i think i think in this context of this this the tier two level is you go there for the day by yourself as well which would oh, be kind of freaky uh, none of this yeah <laughs> <laughs> So, yes, I'm going to give it a, visit, a day visit as well.
4: I am going to have to agree with you guys. Uh, this is a tier two for me as well. All right. Next up is the Banff Springs Hotel. Banff? That's we talked about the second about this. time we talked
1: about Banff this season. In our Canada show. Yeah.
4: yeah when I first saw this popping up on the, the first website I went to, I'm like, oh, I hope this pops up on more. Kent's going to love this one. This gives a reason to go to Banff,
3: maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually had no idea about this when I was talking about going.
4: Yeah. So I, I didn't know that but I knew that like you talked about Banff mm-hmm. and when I saw this on the list I'm like yeah, uh, he's probably going to love this yeah, absolutely. haunted location in the place that he wants to go to yes, please. so this is in Alberta, Canada it was styled after Scottish Barinal Castle, it was built in 1888 to encourage tourism and sell train tickets, it's one of Canada's great railway hotels and reportedly one of the most haunted buildings in the country, some of the ghosts that are there, there's a bride who fell down the staircase uh, and broke her neck when she panicked after her dress caught on fire. Oh, uh, as you do.
2: he would. She's, mm-hmm.
4: she's often seen in the ballroom uh, dancing with the flames coming off the back of her dress.
3: So I guess she didn't get cold feet. No. <laughs> oh, keep the atmosphere, Ken. I'm uh, sorry.
4: Oh, yeah. There's too so many jokes.
3: Spoopy. Sh-
2: it's <laughs> not, don't say spoopy. <laughs>
4: There's also a family that was murdered in room eight seventy-three. The door to this room has since been bricked up, but the family can still be seen in the hallway outside of the room. Ugh.
2: There is they they had gotten rid of room eight seventy-three. It's like it's just not there, it's just wall. They say that one woman when she spent the night there, she woke up in the middle of the night, couldn't move, paralyzed, and she looks over and she saw an apparition of a woman floating in the air, surrounded by candles on the floor, and she's looking and the woman, the ghost woman was looking into the mirror. Mm-hmm. But the woman said you, she couldn't see the ghost reflection in the mirror. What? So creepy. And you can't say that. Roommate seventy three is gone. Uh, they also say the the ghost bride, by the way, is so famous that they put her on stamps and coins. Like it's just very. That's a it's a popular thing around there, I guess.
4: That's cool.
2: And uh, they also have a ghost, Sam the Bellman. He's he died in the nineteen seventies, but he's a friendly ghost who people see around like fixing oh, things. so he's a around. Canadian ghost. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yes.
4: But here's the thing: is if you try to talk to him or you try to give him a tip. He just vanishes.
2: But this one also has a bowling alley, a tennis court, a swing pool, 27-hole golf course. Yeah, sure. Only a few, a few of the rooms are haunted, but it's only a few of the sure. rooms. Are you going to play golf? Bloody handprints may appear on some of the mirrors, but not all of them. <laughs> so I'm going to spend the I night. Think that's written on my car mirror somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but I would spend the night here in Bamspring Hotel alone. It seems mm-hmm. like a lovely place. And the ghosts, for the most part, seem very kind.
4: I would also stay here. Uh, yeah. This is a tier three for me as well. I would stay here over the night. Not a problem. You can't get to the most haunted room because they bricked it off. What
3: if they opened it up? Do you I, still stay there I by yourself? I would still stay there by myself. Okay.
4: Because yeah. it's, it's a family. They're, maybe they're just like, hey, you know, let's hang out.
3: Yeah, what's crazy though in Banff, like we talked about <laughs> this. I'm pretty sure if a ghost said, hey, let's hang out, I'd be yeah. like, I'm good. hey,
1: want to hang, hang out? out? Hang?
4: <laughs> so that's the difference between you and me. Like I go <laughs> looking for ghosts to talk to them. Yes,
3: then... you do. And you're like, yeah. do you want me to cleanse this place? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, this, this is a beautiful hotel. In the winter, it can be quite isolated as well. So it would be scary to be by yourself, but at the yeah. same time, it would be great. The rooms are fantastic. Like, sign me up yeah, all
2: Banff, night long. Benz, Banff Springs Hotel, if you're listening, uh, hook us up. Hey guys, yeah. should we all
1: go stay here? Yes. So I think we're all Is that going, you too? Oh, I'd go. Oh, I, yes, think, so I
4: think the four of us are going to the Stanley Hotel and I, the Banff. I think so. I, so I'm far. in on that one. Yeah.
1: yeah. If <laughs> it's a resort, we're in. <laughs> Next up is the Puglia. Next up is
4: Puglia. Next
1: up is Puglia Island.
4: This is located off of the coast of Italy, near Venice and Lido. Mm -hmm. Um, The first historical record of this island of people inhabiting it was uh, in 421. Uh, it was wow. inhabited up until about 1379 when people fled because of warfare this was like a little isolated island people went here to flee like main Italy mm-hmm. and they just they lived here tax-free and they they did their thing but it was because of all the warfare and stuff like that and they, they fled the island and then you get the bubonic plague yeah mm-hmm. this became a place where if you showed any signs of sickness, you're on a boat and you're being shipped over to this island. Yep. Um, even if it wasn't the plague, if it was a cough, just if it was a cold, you're going to the island. Mm-hmm. I thing is, is they got to the point where where people died or if the people were too weak to defend themselves, they were burned at the pyre. Wow. Um, yeah. It's rumored that a lot of the topsoil, like 50% of the soil on this island is not soil. It's remains what? of these people. Yeah, they say 160,000
3: people reportedly yeah. have died here.
2: And they say that it's very green because the ground is very fertilized. Oh, and they, wow. They oh, have, my word. They have what they call plague pits. <laughs> I didn't know about this. <laughs> where uh, you didn't? Oh, no. okay, I can hear your tear. They uh, basically mass graves. Mm-hmm. They have found multiple uh, remains of just mass graves on there where they just threw people in and Burned him and buried him. Yep. So yes, it was a quarantine station for plague and other diseases, and then it became a mental hospital. There was a, on the building there was a cavana, a, a church, a hospital, an asylum, a bell tower, and administrative buildings. Hey, where should we build this hospital? I don't know. On plague ground? They're yep. Just, it's insult to injury at this point. So then they had this mental hospital here, and apparently it was not good. It was a bad place. There were a doctor who performed many uh, experimental lobotomies on patients and he w- reportedly was so haunted by the ghosts of these people that he had wronged that he jumped from the Barrett bell tower in the 1930s after claiming he'd been driven mad by ghosts. Uh, yeah, this is, this is not a great place.
4: Well, after they ended up becoming a geriatric hospital. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like it became an old folks home. And again, it was, it's kind of like... Um, Triple whammy of haunting Unfortunately, here. like Waverly Hills is not on this list, but um, it's, Next time. it's very similar to Waverly where mm. you... Selena Gomez. <laughs> <laughs> no. Grandma's got dementia. You don't want to deal with her anymore. You're shipping her off to Valley Island, so you don't have to worry about it. A
3: lot
2: of bad wow. stuff going on in this it's, place. It's where All you
4: right. shipped off your old people that you didn't want to deal with anymore.
3: speaker where do you stand on this?
4: This is my other absolute tier one. I will not go there. I don't know. I don't care how much money you offer me. I'm not going to this island. There's no way you're getting me there. I didn't know about plague pits. You oh, that was that was
3: the, that was the,
2: the
4: tipping I think point. So just not the, fact, the mental hospital. Honestly,
3: one. the the ash, the the fact that it's ash is is a creepy visual, right? I've never been here. I will never go here probably, mm-hmm. but I would go for the day. I think. And really not want to be haunted by 160,000 screaming, tortured souls. So well, the other
4: part is is uh, the Italian government has basically shot it off and you're trespassing if you go there. Well, there's, oh. there's
2: signs and everything up. I, I watched this YouTube video of these guys that were going there and it was actually pretty hilarious because they're like, we're going to Poveglia Island. And, you know, it's so hard to get to. You're never going to be that. They don't want you to go there. You're never going to find it. The first taxi they find, they're like, Can we go to Paglia Island. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and so he takes them there. But they say you could, they can only spend two hours there. It was during the day. And then you have to come back. And they said the whole time they were there, there was bad feelings all over that place. Just like in ear, there's an eerie silence. there. There's not a lot of animals or anything like that. And so I don't want to go there. This is a tier one. Wouldn't stay there for me. I don't I don't want to go there. Based on the video I watched and the stuff I read, I'm like, no, that's that's three strikes of bad things happening on this island. You're out. Zach, you want to go? I, I wouldn't go here. You wouldn't go here yeah. with me. No. Yeah, we'll P- take a taxi. By nope. the way, in case you want to look it up, it's
3: P-O-V-E-G-L-I-A, Island. Nope. nope. Island. I should change it to Tier 1, honestly, but I've already used up all my Tier 1s. you say me Tier 1s? Yep, me Tier 1s. <laughs> and finally, we have the Tower
2: of London. Tower of London. You'll never guess where this one's located.
4: This one, obviously, London, England. It would be weird if it was somewhere else and called the Tower <laughs> of London.
2: Like Kansas City, Missouri, Yeah, where the Tower of London is. Wait, Joel, I... have you been here? Yes, okay.
4: Love the history of this place. Um, This one actually started in 1070, well, 1066, actually, when the Normans invaded England and William the Conqueror kind of successfully invaded England. He wanted to establish his leadership, his ruler leadership, and he was afraid of, like, the the English revolting and uprising against him, so he started building this fort on the River Thames. Hmm. And over the years, it just kind of built up and built up like it's it took 20 years to actually build this fort and it came became a place where royalty actually lived so all the royalty lived there
3: in the tower it, or near the tower or just it wasn't a tower yet it wasn't
4: a tower okay. I think it was i think it was just uh basically it was a fort and they just start building it up so, okay
3: well because yeah there's like a there's a tower
2: in the middle they call the white tower and there's a kind of bunch of other buildings in there i believe there's i mean i know there's a church uh, there's a crypt like, there's, there's a bunch of stuff in there.
4: All right. This building has actually been several places throughout the years. It served as the Royal Mint at one point. It was the Royal Armories, and it actually also had a, a zoo mm-hmm. there. Um, they brought Ooh. in a lot of animals. and
2: They have, like, statues there now of some of the animals. Okay. One of the, one of the weird things, uh, I don't know if it's creepy, but it's kind of creepy, is they have to keep ravens at the Tower of London. A group of at least six captive ravens are resident at the Tower of London because the superstition holds that if the Tower of London's ravens are lost or fly away, the crown will fall and Britain with it. What? They have so to even if there's there.
3: only five ravens?
2: Or you have, have to have like six that. ravens.
1: So this nation that uh, at one point took over like most of the world, solely reliant on ravens. Yep. yep. <laughs> Powered
3: by ravens.
2: Uh, so they have the Tower Green, which is in this square, this Tower of London, mm-hmm. uh, where uh people were beheaded. Not like regular people. This was like the elite were beheaded here. Uh, two English queens and several other British nobles were beheaded there and they have a little monument there that you can see of where they were beheaded. Well, famously Anne Boleyn. Yes. She's one of the most famous ones on there. And she still wanders the grounds. And apparently she brought in a ringer. She didn't want... Apparently, When you get there, the beef eaters, as they call them, mm-hmm. the, tour, the, the, the guards there, they tell these amazing stories and they talk about how some of the beheadings didn't go very well. Uh, it's oh, not as easy as you may think.
4: So, you're probably talking about Margaret Pole, the Countess of Salisbury. Yes. Great stake. <laughs> <laughs> she was executed in 1541. They accused her, I believe, of adultery. Mm-hmm. When they executed her, they, they told her to kneel down and she refused. She said, So should traitors do, and I am none. She was basically saying, I'm not kneeling because I didn't do anything wrong.
3: She there's booked, no honor in this, basically. She,
4: pretty much. And she booked it. She took off running. Uh-huh. And the executioner, axe in hand, chased. And he just kept hitting her and hitting her and hitting her until yeah. she eventually died.
3: I hear this is reenacted by
2: the spirits as well. There's there's a lot of... Uh, they say there's ghosts, including Henry the Sixth, Lady Jane Grey, Margaret Pole... And then I want to take a moment here to talk about the princes in the tower. Betty hmm. okay. Jane Grey so, and her husband. Lord, yes.
4: Lord uh, Godfrey Dudley, I believe.
2: So I, I walked through the tower and it was really cool. Actually, there was a fire alarm midway through, uh, so we had to evacuate for a bit. But the, the main white tower. But they have like all this armor in there. They have the crown jewels. It's an amazing, like cool experience the whole time. I'm like, this is so cool. Ah, not creepy at all. And then they have this section where they talk about the princes in the tower. Because there were these two young princes. When I say young, probably like, I want to say I nine. think they were 10 and 12. Yeah, like Seven, around nine. that age. And uh, they were next to be in line of the royalty. And their uncle did not approve of that. I believe it was their uncle.
4: Yeah, it was their uncle, Richard III.
2: Yes. And so they disappeared. Mm. They and vanished. And he ended up, you know, uh, actually, did he end up as the or he ended up dying before? He, he
4: ended up, uh, that's what made him Richard III. Yes, that's right. So he was a... Uh, believe just a governor or something like that and he was a lord he wasn't he wasn't supposed to take the throne but because these two boys went missing he then became the next king
2: and then in 1674 workmen at the tower dug up from under the staircase a wooden box containing two small human skeletons oh
4: i believe they were actually able to do some sort of like testing and whatnot and then was they were able to actually confirm that these skeletal and i don't know
2: I don't know if it's been confirmed or not. but they,
4: The rumor is that these these remains are the two princes.
2: But they have a video kind of telling the stories you're walking through.
3: And I really did get one of those kind of just
2: ooh, Well, visitors vibes. say
3: they can hear giggling, which they report mm-hmm. are the princes. But also, another uh, another spear, another haunting is there saying there's a ghost of a bear. Yes, sir. Around yes, because here. they have Be- the zoo there. Because of the zoo. I never really understand animal hauntings.
4: There's a lot of animals, not just the bear, but the bear is the main one. There was the the guard that actually saw the bear, like the ghost, charging him. Yeah. And he like went to stab it and his thing just went through.
3: And they said the guard was carried senseless to his quarters where he died two days later. Yeah. So, I mean, the bear didn't get him. I mean, it's a ghost bear. Yep. But he died of fright maybe two days later. It's very possible.
4: I mean, uh, how would you feel? Even if it's just a ghost. I
3: a, wouldn't be okay giant with bear it. bear
4: came charging you.
3: But I'm going to stay overnight Wow! because I want to watch history unfold. As freaky as it may be, I don't feel threatened here. I think uh, even seeing this, these, if, if the worst happened, right? Seeing these historical figures, even in horrific circumstances, would be something I'd never forget. I may die two days later, but you know, I'm going to have to take that risk. Yeah. So it's a tier three. So I want to bring up this too, Kent. Plague Pits, Trader's I know. Gate.
2: So, there's one uh, on the River Thames, there's an entrance there, and it's called Trader's Gate, and that's where they brought in prisoners. That's where the traders would be able to come through. They wouldn't be able to come through the regular gates, go through Trader's Gate. Okay. And one of the things that was kind of disturbing they talked about there is that they would, when the prisoners were brought in, uh, the heads of recently executed prisoners were displayed on spikes uh, around Trader's Gate when you go through there. Hmm. Um,
4: Sounds like Brand uh, Castle. Yeah,
2: yeah. kind of does. Uh, but having been there, Having experienced it during the day, I think I'd be okay spending the night alone here. Wow. So I'm giving this one a tier three. I'll spend the night here. All I'm right. fine
4: with that. Unfortunately, I've already used up all of my tier threes. This one is a tier two for me. All
2: right, but you would have gone a tier three had you not. Yes. Yeah.
4: yeah. Yeah. It's like I said. This was when I we were trying to wrap up the tiering before we started recording. This is the one that I was having a hard time with. It yep. was this it's
2: a same. high
3: tier three. That's what we call so, that.
4: Yeah, high tier three. <laughs> yeah. 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 I would. I would love to stay there, but uh, I have to give it a tier two because that's all I have left.
2: Yeah. Right. Well, with that, we've completed our list. Yeah, so those are the 13 most, uh, shall we say popular haunts around well, yeah, the Yeah, I guess
4: most popular haunts because um, of the ones that were popular listed. Popular
1: is an interesting choice of yeah, word. Most
4: popular mm-hmm. haunted places. And you definitely won't
1: collectively be staying at the Island of the Dolls. Nope. No. That is the one you th- all no, said no, that you would not well, because um, Ken didn't know about Paveglia. I didn't. Ken may have upgraded that yeah, one. Yeah, if I could. Yeah, and then you—we are all going, as previously mentioned, to the Stanley Hotel. Yay. And Bamp Springs Hotel. Sounds wonderful. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Lovely.
2: So let us know. We want to know uh, where would would you stay at these places overnight, all alone by yourself, which is what all alone means. Or <laughs> would you take a day trip there, or would you just not go there ever? We want to know on Facebook, on Instagram, and on Twitter. Talk back to us. We enjoy hearing from you, especially during this spooky season of October. We really enjoy it. Uh, By the way, Tim, uh, a little bit here. Anything you want to plug or anyone to give a shout out to here at the end of the show?
4: Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and give a shout out to my co-hosts on the EVP podcast, the Buko Boys. They go by Ghosty and DVO on the show. Nice. Um, But they have their podcast called the Buko Boys podcast. They recently had uh, a guest on uh, that was an owner of a food truck. Uh, They talk about all sorts of things. Uh, on their podcast as well, so I'll just give them a, a quick shout out. Nice. nice.
2: And thank you once again for, for coming on here, for doing this show, for letting me do the research, because I had a lot of fun with these places, and, and hopefully, the, I mean, you said there was like, how many on your original list? 74. 74. Hopefully you get to more of the, them later on, but thank
3: you. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, it was so here, much Tim. fun.
4: Yeah, no, I I was glad that when you're like, let's tone this down to like 13, because mm-hmm. I you know, I was 74, I had it down to 26, you're like, let's go, you cut it in half even more, and doing all the research I'm like I'm really glad we're only doing 13 (laughs) I'm like I've I've done way more preparation for this episode than I have for any of my episodes
3: don't (laughs) tell anyone else (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: well it shows I was gonna say you seem very knowledgeable and we're glad to have you here as an expert so thank you
4: no problem thanks for having me
1: but before we go we want to thank some of our patrons in a couple of special categories including the I am the listener tier where we have Terry a Finley Sean Sandquist Bacon Council member wannabe Kyler Alicia Bass Scott Sprague Braden Winterton Chris Strout Jennifer Kokowski Adam and Rachel Crump Rocky and Steph Plot Twist Media Babs Glowclon Daniel Shannon West and Allison Gall and then we have our Bacon Council which includes Chris Anderson Nick Knack Forty Wax, Ryan and Marley Farron Motts Stephen Ross Her Royal Highness Jessica Terry our favorite couple the Madsons The Shadow Be good hey. oh, hey, that that's me Th- The Shadow Kent's Friend currently says hey
4: he's my <laughs> friend yeah. oh like yeah Joel that was supposed to Joel's be last answers. week i was, I was going to change it to Zach's. Oh, yeah,
1: week. yeah. Oh, that, thank you and of course reverse listener thank you patrons
2: thank, thank you. you patrons and by the way patrons you also have a special october giveaway just for you just for being a patron of bacon Sill, you are automatically entered to, for this extra giveaway for more you can listen to our Patreon bit but we're giving you some money for some halloween so pretty cool so but if you want to find me, you can find me at 76Joel on Twitter. You can find me Performing with Quick Wits. They perform every Saturday night at the Bell
3: Performing Arts Center. For more details, go to qwcom.com or go to the Quick Facebook page. If you want to find me at Twitter or Instagram, it's at
1: Kenny3DD. If you want to read my movie reviews, it's at ShowtimeShowdown.com. If you'd like to connect with me, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram at Tumbling Mustard. But more importantly, make sure you're following Bacon Sale on social media. Go ahead and like that Facebook page and stop by Twitter and Instagram at Bacon Sale. Uh, You won't regret it if you do. While you're doing that, go to tpublic.com slash bacon sale where you can get yourself some fun merch. Uh, The recommendation I'm going to give you, I love my uh, Evolution Bacon Sale Horror T-shirt. I love it. I wear it all the time. Uh, I would get it in cream, by the way. It's a great shirt. tpublic.com slash bacon sale. And then if you like the show, you like what's happening here, and you'd like to support us further, go to patreon.com slash bacon sale where support starts at just $3 a month. You can get a bunch of extra goodies, including basically weekly bacon bits where we talk about a lot that a, a lot happened this past week <laughs> lot, i couldn't even pain. go into it and you can be automatically entered into a contest as well just for being a patron wow patreon.com slash bacon sale so until next time would you go to the bacon cave alone or are you just gonna make a day trip
3: You look good. You sound great.
4: I did my hair today.
3: Yay. <laughs> Nancy Drew.
1: Hardy Boys. Hardy Boys. Come on. Joe oh. and Frank. Come on. Oh, I would go there, but I wouldn't spend the night.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: That's a review of Kindred.
3: Spoopy places. Bell, okay, everyone. The Bacon Cave is in Asylum 49. <laughs> now you know. Look, don't talk about logic in naming your podcast here on Bacon Cell. Curse, Curse your curiosity. curiosity. Yes, <laughs> very much so.
4: 2020 was kind of rough for me. And I just felt just out. you. Okay. Really?
2: Yep. I put on a French maid outfit <laughs> and I go. Wow. Out. It's all part of the cleansing. Yes. Spoopy.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, spoopy.
2: Um, no. Stop <laughs> saying spoopy. <laughs>
1: I don't know what's going on, but I will hold those stones. Yep. Does that ward off spirits and women? Kent sounds like this. Yes. And Joel sounds like this. Yes.
4: You've been my favorite host. Oh, but thank but you I, for can't. saying that
3: now. Uh, uh, I'll take it, I guess. <laughs> that rocket, show lost to a potato i would like something to pinch me as i'm going on a tour i always want that <laughs> there was only one working toilet in winchester
2: oh i'm out that okay one. i'm the chicken
3: never apologize for garlic oh there's a demon is the high priest a single
2: uh, oh stop know.
3: it <laughs>
1: ankles uh, ankle ghost <laughs> a haunted continental breakfast uh it's a haunted Continental mon- breakfast <laughs> 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 yes I, I don't like your Facebook
2: profile picture, Joel. <laughs> In general, or just during October?
1: So the next one...
2: <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's a ghost with the smell of...
3: Rotting fish! So I guess you didn't get cold feet.
1: Spoopy. It's not... Don't say spoopy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my word. You... Selena Gomez.
2: <laughs> no give us the patrons zachary
1: the patrons are the ones listening to, to this. the
2: uncut show we're it's doing right show. now
1: this is what we show. do when we it's don't spoopy,
3: know what we're doing i didn't know about plague pits